0: To your happy place For a happy price Go to your happy price Priceline Hey, hey everybody, this is Alec And you're listening to Lunchbox Radio Sunday Edition Before we get started, I just want to thank everybody Because the Reaction to the episode on Batman Ninja, even if autocorrect Did get to me on the title <laughs> Was amazing Like, I woke up the next morning and I had three times as many listens as I usually do overnight which is incredible to me but so if you haven't listened to my like to my grappling with Batman Ninja definitely go listen to that that is the previous episode in the feed from this one Now, what I want to talk about this week is actually something that, like, struck me in a, like, a moment of, like, oh, and that is CGI, and the reason I want to talk about CGI is because we're all familiar with CG anime and the, like, terrible reputation it has, a uh, great way to think about this is um the 2016 Berserk is, like, infamous for having awful CGI in it, and there's all sorts of weird little moments to it. Um, Probably the biggest offender of CGI anime so far, in America at least, is Netflix, because Netflix had an exclusive kind of contract with Polygon Pictures and Polygon Pictures makes kind of the lion's share of the terrible CG anime out there. It's... It can be a mixed bag because I understand uh, and I talked about this in my Assets video, in my Assets um, video, Jesus. Um, in my Assets podcast. You can understand why a studio would want to work in CG instead of traditional hand animation because traditional hand animation is so freaking expensive. It's just, it's astronomical how expensive it can get. But the thing about any medium is you should have a real viable reason for wanting to work in that medium, for wanting to create something in that medium. Just because It's easier doesn't mean you should do it. Or at the very least, doesn't mean it's the only reason you should do it. And very often when you see all these CG anime... It it feels like they're just being made because that's the easiest path. Because you can design the character once and not have to draw them over and over and over again. You just have to move them. And it's... Another thing that there's not a lot of work that goes into it or not a lot of just, like, manpower that goes into it. But I am saying that it's a different, less... talent-demanding process. Because you only have to draw the characters or the things once and you can move them around. And th- there's a lot of talent that goes into that moving around. If you do it right, it feels and flows really naturally. Um, and also, if you do it right, the three D animators are aware of the medium. Are aware that the medium is not um, is is not hand animation, and there's things you can you can and should do with it instead of trying to mimic hand animation and um it the reason why people hate the stuff from Polygon Pictures so much, myself included, is because they do try to pull these little tricks to try and make it feel like you're watching a hand animated thing that just happens to be in CG and it makes it feel clunky, it makes it feel like th- it makes it feel like because they are intentionally dropping frames And it just, it doesn't, it doesn't fit well, generally speaking. And I wish I could remember the um, name of the Gemstone anime that came out a couple, a couple seasons ago, uh, probably a couple years ago now. But it was done by Studio Orange and Studio Orange also did um, Beastars, which I talked about on this very podcast and you can go find that a bunch of episodes back in the feed in whatever you're using to listen to me right now but um generally speaking they are somebody who demonstrate is that they know what they're doing when it comes to um CGI c- cgi anime and it. It just, it ends up, it ends up, their stuff ends up feeling more light, more, like it had more life to it, and, um, as a result, it doesn't feel like, um, it doesn't feel like you're watching, it doesn't feel like you're watching Anjin, if that makes any sense. Well, I mean, it doesn't feel like you're watching option. It feels like you're watching something that was made for the medium it's in instead of for the, for the, instead of for any medium and they just said, okay, let's produce it in, in in its own, in this medium, because we can choose because we can choose to, and a lot of that has to do with having a understanding of animation as as just a medium instead of in, instead of what set of tools you're using to animate, you want to have a understanding of animation as at, at its base core so you know what you're doing when you get to you know animating bodies or moving things around around in composition and and video games have this problem too but video games are a different bag of rum because they have people have been who have been brought up to understand the tool set of 3D animation. But. There's just like. There's this stage acting quality. To a lot of. CGI. Anime. In that like. The hits don't quite land hard enough. The. Whole thing feels very. The whole thing feels very play acted. And fake. Because it's not. It feels less like you have teams of animators, and these teams of animators may have well had this, but they're not, for whatever reason, probably budget and time, uh, being able to display it in, in practice. But it feels like you less have teams of animators who came up, like, you know, doing the exercise, doing the bag of flour exercises as posed by the um, Walt Disney Animation Studios if you have any if you don't have any idea what that is basically the Walt Disney Animation Studios came up with a series of animation of animation like prompts and one of them is like make a pillowcase or bag of flour animate and give it um and give it a personality now if you want to see this in practice you can go look at the magic carpet from Aladdin that is basically that exercise just like to the end's degree but the reason why they say bag of flower or a pillow is because if you like stand that up like it's walking on two n on two legs it has this like weight it has this slump That makes it feel distinctly human. And you have to like. Play with that. And move it. And if you're moving it correctly. It still feels like a pillow. Not a square. Not like a funky square. Or a bag of sand. Or a sandbag. Not a funky square. And it. It inherently teaches you all about like. Weight. All about like. Draping. All about. All of these different elements of real world movement that you wouldn't kind of in a really simple way that can be applied forward until they put you in the ground basically so what lots of CG anime lacks is that is those core concepts and the reason why I want to the reason why I'm talking about this is because I saw a piece of CG anime in a show that I watch, in a show that I'm watching that I've watched since its first season, and I've actually talked about on the podcast, that so fundamentally understood that it was. That it, it. This piece of animation felt like it was made with CGI in mind because of what CGI is capable of doing and the things they wanted to do with the animation that would have been prohibitive if they were doing it in um if they were doing it in hand animation because of what it is as a thing and that piece of cgi animation is the end sequence for the current season of no gun life and that is season two So, if you haven't seen season one, beat one, season ending, you can type into Google No Guns Life ending, and it will probably finish out for you season two because I'm probably not the only person to watch this like 10 times on YouTube on repeat. But basically, what they do is they do this like street fight between Juzo and another gun slave unit character, basically two two muscle-bound characters with guns for heads, and they have this street fight, like, accompanied by, like, this slight, like, rave vibe, and they use a combination of hand animation and CGI animation, and it just, the whole thing just whips to, like, use a technical term, I guess. And it just, I, they convey weight really well in, the, in this thing. They convey like, they use the CGI camera for these kinds of swooping angles that don't a don't make you sick like Handshakers might, but b take advantage of the fact that like you can easily move the camera. ...moving the camera isn't this complex... ...will require 900 cells... ...to do it... ...moving the camera is... ...okay, I want the camera to go like... ...around this guy's back... ...and through the middle of the fight... ...and then stop here... ...and... ...it... ...the piece of CGI... ...for No Guns No Life... ...for No Guns Life... ...is at the end... ...for season two, the ending is so aware of the medium it's using and i think that's to the credit of studio madhouse but who makes the show but it doesn't it doesn't overstate it doesn't overstate welcome because it's only primarily the um end sequence and they like they got themselves one fuck of an ending so, theme song and they got themselves like a concept and then they just all looked at each other and said we should do this in CG like this will be better if we make it in CG instead of trying to do it in a traditional hand animation style and they ca- They managed to like capture the feel of this universe in a way that Like I said, it would have been not impossible in 2D animation, but really difficult, like stunningly difficult. And also, they like made themselves the case for just let us make a fighting game for this show, please. And it's got this like punk rock, cyberpunk vibe that... The whole show has, but it, that it, like, it, amp, it, it amps up in this end sequence in a way that the whole show kind of, like, is very clearly cyberpunk dystopia. But this is, like, this is, like, somebody saw a trailer for Cyberpunk 2077. They're, like, what if we made that? What if we made, like, 30 seconds of That? What if we went for it, and this and this thing goes for it? the The next best piece of CGI anime in my mind is actually um, that and that CGI anime movie called *Expelled from Paradise*. And the reason why I would say that is because *Expelled from Paradise*. Also has a really, really has a knowledge of what of what it means to be in this three D CG medium and how they work with all those things, and it's it's just the best the best forms of art are the ones that are the most aware of the medium that was used to create them if that makes any sense. So, you know, when you see a bad painting, it's this, like, attempt at... Oftentimes it's this attempt at photorealism that fails. But when you see, like, a truly great painting, it's not always photorealistic. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's really photorealistic. But even in that moment, it's this demonstration of control of the medium of the understanding of how paint like blends together and how you can use it and how like brush it pull across the page one of the most def- amazing things about watching Bob Ross and this is a like personal oddity to me is that Bob Ross oftentimes doesn't paint with paintbrushes. He just straight up uses a palette knife. Like something that is supposed to be just a tool and he just like scrapes it across because he knows what kind of edge and what kind of spread he'll get. And he uses that as skill to like emphasize talent. And so often in CGI anime anime, they just don't and I think part of it is that they are kind of forcing it um, on an entire show without having the, the the commitment to making it the most extra at moments. Like, um, D.D. Orange in there, like, and their, like, not their date, not their, de- I guess you could call it their debut show, um, I wish, it's a show about, like, Amplified Gemstones, um, no, I don't want be stars, but, um, they do things in that show that use, um, that use the, they, they do things in Land of the Lustrous that take full advantage of the capabilities of CGI and the opening of the Land of the Lustrous it's so dense in terms of like a piece of animation that most streaming boxes no matter how good they are just chunk up in the middle of that opening because they're doing so much with the medium that they're, like, they're, they're pushing the, like, technical capabilities of the thing that Land of Lustrous's opening is playing on. And that's before you get to, like, the evil Buddhist god clouds they make in that show. Or the fact that the characters, like, break apart and have to reassemble on a, like, shiny crystal on the inside that has been painted to look like human. It... If I had to pick a studio that I would want to make a 3D CG, like, anime, it would probably be be Studio Orange, because they clearly have the knowledge to use that tool set to its fullest um I saw so I signed I think I talked about this for like an opening piece of a podcast somewhere in the feed but I signed up for this um for like equivalent of 15 bucks for this online version of this French Film Festival and It was a film festival about animation. I watched a bunch of cool animations for like three days. But I want, part of it was you could see the first 15 minutes of the new Lupin 3D CG movie. And while that was really, while it was pretty interesting and good, it had the same, a little bit of the same plasticky feel, not as bad, certainly, as. Ghost in the Shell 2049. And I know I've talked about Ghost in the Shell 2049 a lot lately. But, and... Ghost in the Shell 2049... All the characters look like variations of Burger King toys. Because they're improperly textured. And they're improperly rendered. And it... It makes the show look unfinished. Now, while Knights of Sidonia doesn't... Like, those characters don't look un- improperly rendered or improperly textured. Just the feel of the thing had the same effect. Uh, and... Lots of Studio Orange stuff and... The ending for... The second season ending for... No Gun's Life... Has this distinct intentional intention to it and it feels intentional it feels like it knows what it's doing that the creator had full control and they've decided that this is a finished product they're putting out into the world and i think that's that that we should that we as consumers of media should expect that of the media we see we should expect some kind of intentionality finished product we it shouldn't be enough the Ghost in the Shell and it's proven not to be the Ghost in the Shell name should not be enough to allow Ghost in the Shell 2045 to skate by because that show is absolutely not finished it's just not and made true by the fact that they ended on a cliffhanger because Netflix and Idiots and if Netflix is going to spend tons of money, I would rather it be on something like Great Pretender, which is coming out on Third Day and looks like extremely, exper- like really great modern hand animation with like a Michiko Tohachin vibe-ish kind of thing going on than something like Knights of Sidonia. Or Anjin. Or any of the other 3DCG anime that they put out. have just been kind of bland, inoffensive, but primarily bad-looking paste. And yes, the stories are great. But the thing about anime is if you wanted a good story, you could go read manga and in many cases you could go read the manga of the story that you're seeing and you to get a better representation of the style of the story so just i mean i really encourage you to go take sort of like 10 sec, like 30 seconds or however long it is to go watch the um second the second season ending for No Gun's Life because it is so it is so stylish and makes such hard choices about what it wants to do with it's like the CG medium that I think it's really extraordinary. <laughs> and on that note, I have been Alex and you've been listening to Lunchbox radio sunday edition if you like this episode you can subscribe in whatever you're using to listen to me right now and you'll get two new episodes a week one that is like this where it's a conversation with me talking about like the industry in general or the medium of anime in general and the other which is the Thursday episode is talking about one specific series or film every week So, drop a subscribe if you really like the show, and let somebody who you think would love the show know. On that note, I've been Alex, and you've been listening to Lunchbox Radio, and I'll talk to you on Thursday.